Hi, Ty. Greetings, Kisha. How are you? I'm doing well. Okay, well, today is Wednesdays, as promised. Um, everyone, greetings and welcome to the podcast, The Ty Dow Effect. And as mentioned, we have a guest co-hosting alongside with me today is my good friend, my sister, yes. the new the new age sage. <laughs> right? The author of Why Write, Kisha Thomas Davis. Oh, thank you. That's such a wonderful introduction. Yes, you are my sister. And I am just still amazed at uh, this title that has been given to me, the new age sage, but I receive it. (laughs) Yes, you definitely have to enlighten us on that name and how it came about. Um, And yeah, pretty much, let's start there. Um, Who are you, Kisha? When this is a great question. Um, I think that we all ponder, right? So when I think about who I am, or when we all think about who we are, we typically round off with our, or I would say sound off with our list of accolades and accomplishments. Um, Rarely do we really, really think about who we are. And recently my mother and my grandmother, they transitioned in January. And then my aunt again, or I would say my aunt transitioned in June, actually on my birthday. And it made me start really thinking about who I am. I started pondering this a little bit before because my mother was sick. My grandmother was 107 when she transitioned. She was healthy as a horse. Beautiful. (laughs) Yes, she was healthy as a horse. And uh, believe it or not, COVID took her out. But um, I want to talk about how beautiful that is, that COVID took her out. I know that may sound crazy, but I want to tell you a brief story. This is how you'll know who I am. So my mother, she often tells the story of me being conceived from a one night stand. Okay. All right, mama. (laughs) Right. Talk about truth. Yes. My mother was, honey, she was transparent and she lived her life out loud. And I, I always thought it was funny, you know, oh my God, I was never ashamed of it. I thought it was funny. And, um, then I think about how I got my last name and it is because I was conceived from a one night stand and she didn't know what was going to go on. So she gave me her last name, which is my grandmother's last name, which came from my grandmother's husband. Now, my mother's father was not my grandmother's husband. After my grandmother's husband passed, my grandmother then got into a relationship with Early Fuller. And she, since she wasn't married, you know, back then, you couldn't carry on someone's name if you're not married. So my mother got Thomas. And thus, that's how I got Thomas. And so when my grandmother would um, tell stories of her mother uh, and things of that nature, she would just tell us that her, her mother uh, had her at 13. 
and I'm kind of deviating here. I'm going to come circle back around. She told us that she had her at 13 and she was the only child uh, because my, my great grandmother actually passed during the great influenza of 1918. You talk about full circle. So that's what I wanted to talk about. And my, my grandmother who just recently passed at 107 always likened me to her mother whom she only knew for five years. Wow. And so she would always say, you know, you remind me of my mother, you look like my mother. And that really didn't start resonating until here lately. I was like, oh, wow. And especially after my mother, uh, my grandmother, who is who, whose name is Susie Thomas, and my mother, whose name is Gloria Thomas, when they passed, I said, oh my God, it's only two Thomases left from this lineage. Mm. And it was me and my aunt Stella whom passed on my birthday. Wow. And so when I think about who I am, I'm those women. Mm. And those women are me. Like, yes. I don't have a list of accolades. Those, you know, every good, bad, and indifferent thing about those women, that's me. The that's new age sage. <laughs> the new age that that's that sums it up right there. The new age sage. Yes. So that that full circle moment with my great grandmother passing from the uh, great influence in 1918 to my grandmother passing from COVID here in 2021. You know, it it was like my God. Like, look at that. Look at the the synchronicity there. Like. Mm-hmm. I, I see it as joy. I didn't see it as anything else. I saw it as just pure joy and bliss. Yes. That, that my grandmother chose to leave that way. It's a privilege to transition, you know? And mm-hmm. um, and those moments, I'm sure, were precious to you and, you know, your family. Because to be 107, she had a long life. Mm-hmm. A very long life. And what a lot of people don't understand when it comes to us being black people and with you saying something so profound about uh keeping the last name of of those women because we forget about the mother and that's why we go into those those generational curses because we forget who we are and when you know who you are you know what to do next and you're clearly doing that so I take my hat off to you I'm I'm grateful for you being in my life and I'm I'm just grateful for um, the sage, which is the old, the foundation, the rooted, and the newness is <laughs> yes, <laughs> is 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 every day. It's been present every moment and learning who you are, but not forgetting those women. So that's awesome. That's so true. Thank you. Um, the next question I have for you are uh, is you know what are some of your greatest accomplishments? Let the world know who Kisha Thomas Davis is. Oh wow. Um, some of my greatest accomplishments. So, of course, you know, as uh, as a woman, you sometimes you feel the need to say, "Oh, you know, my children are my greatest accomplishments." <laughs> this yes, that they, I'm talking about. Okay, right. <laughs> Let them know, Kisha. <laughs> yes. Um. So they are, you know, because. Um, as I heard on, I think it was at your last podcast or maybe your introduction about you birthing um, 
you know, your children and how they're reflections of you. Or this could have just been a conversation we had, right? <laughs> right. So um, I, I started seeing that as well, you know, my reflection in them and, and seeing their their strengths and their beauty. Um, and um, sometimes even the fragileness of them and seeing that reflection um, within myself and, and knowing that I need to clean that up in order for them to be able to live in, in harmony. So we we literally, when we clean up ourselves, we're literally paving and making a way for our children. So that's a great accomplishment to see that. But if I would say, and, and that's on that spiritual, um, mm-hmm. you know, that the, the spiritual part of it, but the, the physical accomplishment um, one of my greatest accomplishments, I'll, I'll start pretty much when I started looking at it was finishing college and getting a master's degree. Like that was the ultimate for me. Mm-hmm. And I, I felt so good in achieving that just for myself, knowing, you know, I went through it and I did it because we all know what, what college does. It's, it's just a tr- ground um so it's challenge you but then in the same vein it it also tries to hinder you um so to get through that is to me is an accomplishment within itself to pull up my piece of paper and say look I did it I went through this training and I made it through (laughs) um but um definitely it's an accomplishment kind of going back to my mom and my grandmother my grandmother always stressed education she taught herself to read she began with the bible Mm. and my mother was always she never finished college um because she was such a free spirit like she started one thing and moved on to the next and i used to see that as a negative um when i was younger but of course the older you you get the wiser you become and I mean, that was the greatest thing she could have ever shown me, like following your heart, mm-hmm. no matter what. Jack of all trades, master of them none. Yeah. Kind of like obedience to me. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> obedience to the soul. Yes. The so, rebel. Yes, mm-hmm. she definitely, definitely was a rebel. But um, that, to me, is an, an accomplishment because of my mother and my grandmother. My next accomplishment has to be my textbook. I remember it all just fell in place. Mm. Um, when I I got a call from a publisher and I love their premise of, you know, um, having um, cheaper textbooks, you know, still with great quality, but students don't have to spend a lot. And then they loved my idea about having, you know, two course uh, two courses pretty much in one textbook having an anthology and just a process of that it was like I was giving birth to something within me and the process of that within itself was just so great so I would say up to this point those two have been like my greatest accomplishments and I'm working on other things and, and hoping I get that same feeling that you know I'm, I'm birthing something great beautiful and and what is the name of the textbook that you wrote uh the name of the textbook is why write an introduction um to oh, an introduction to composition 
an introduction to composition. <laughs> English composition, I'm sorry. Okay, and, and where can they find it? I'm getting tongue twisted because I I just got off the phone with my publisher working on my second edition and I wanted to change that second piece of the title. So you about to give us what you're working on. Hold on. Yes, yes. Break, pause. Okay. <laughs> so um, you can find my textbook wherever textbooks are sold. Okay. Or you can go to <laughs> www.cognella.com. Um, and search for English composition books and you can find it in their uh, catalog. Okay, great to know. So everyone who is either in college or just interested in writing, it's a, a great book to get you started on new adventures. Yes. And I'm sure that helps you come uh, help people come into themselves and to yes. their own way of writing. Yes, and that's the premise of my book. I I wanted students to start, and people, uh, to see themselves as writers. You know, mm-hmm. so often we do not see that because we think that the scholars are, you know, they're in this world or class of their own, and we can't reach that. And that's so far from the truth. Because as an, as an educator and as a college professor, I'm constantly perfecting my craft. It does not stop. And it's it's a practice. It's not um, something that you just attain and you have for the rest of your life. It's with anything. It's a constant practice. Mm. Yes, it is. Okay. And what, what motivates you, Kisha? Um, I, t- I took this... I took this... It was a, um, what type of test was it? Kind of like a test to, to check to see what your strengths and your weaknesses are um, as a leader. Um, I forget how you name it. Cause when I went back to, to look for that particular test, I couldn't find it. But um, I took this test and it, it said something in there that stuck with me because I knew that's who I was in terms of what drives me. And so it says one of my strengths is that I'm I'm always looking for a better way. And I know that's what motivates me. Like I want to find a better way for people. I want to find and I'm at another one of my strengths was being an advocate and and funny enough it said I would be great as a teacher or working in a nonprofit because I'm always wanting to help others and and I was like, okay, this is right on point, right? Um, but definitely, I, that's my motivation. I'm always looking for a better way. Okay. That's that newness that we were talking about, about mm-hmm. that new age sage. So with you always wanting to, it's, it's kind of like the child in you. Like, that's who children are, you know. Um, they are the future. And so mm-hmm. you are constantly seeing how you can better not only just live in the present but when you are operating the present you're maintaining for the future and, and it's just right. a constant build okay great to know and what what is something that you are currently working on I know you did mention your, your textbook your second edition briefly is there anything else that you you're working on um that you I want to say I know you have a um, podcast yourself can you give us a little bit more information in regards to to your podcast what's the name of it 
and um yeah okay so i um i am working on i have lunch the sacred treehouse podcast here on anchor um i will have my i guess my first episode but i did launch something that was considered my first episode but i thought that was an introduction uh so i will have that recording on wednesdays just like you it will be later <laughs> in the day that i will release it but the ultimate premise for uh the sacred tree house is because i started thinking about what so before i even started the podcast i um had received like motivation and inspiration from a lady who was interviewing me about my tutoring uh, business, which I also titled Why Write. It's just a private tutoring service. And it's, it's me. I go around and I tutor. Um, but she was interviewing me. She's from Ken Plus Dignity Magazine based here in Houston. And her name is Miss Pauline. And as we were talking, she called me the New Age Sage, which is what you've been calling me during this interview. And I was just like, oh my God, no one ever called me that before. Um, and it really resonated with me. And then she told me, Kisha, I think you would be great at a podcast. And I was like, hmm, I never really thought about that. And so she told me about Anchor. I started doing a little research. And I jumped on here and I was like, I, I do want to do this, but I want the name to kind of the title of the podcast to really resonate. And so the title basically came from um, a conversation me and my daughter was having. And it just kind of like hit me. It was like, that's it. At first I said, you know, uh, Kisha's Treehouse. And then I said, mm, Kisha's Sacred Treehouse. And I said, no, the Sacred Treehouse because I wanted to make it all inclusive, like not just my tree house where people come and play, but um, just the tree house that everyone um, has a voice and everyone has a role. Um, and tree houses are symbolic for play, for innocence, um, and you think about children, as you just mentioned, keeping that childlike spirit. And then also when I think of when I would watch movies and I would see tree houses, people would go and, you know, little kids would go in there and they would make their covenants. You know, they would mm -hmm. say, you know, you're my blood sister, you're my blood brother. Or, and this is where our secrets are and there's no judgment. And you go to the tree house so that you can express yourself without having, you know, the parents tell you no, you know, come up with your master plan in a treehouse. And so that that's where the name came from. And then also everywhere I've lived, I've been surrounded by trees and I'm from Arkansas, which is the natural state and I love trees. And uh, my, one of my good friends, she told me, she said, you're always up in the trees. And I was like, mm -hmm. you're sure right, I am. And uh, so that's the, that's the premise of it. And the, the purpose of it is, to have guests and co-hosts on so that they can, um, I want their voices to be heard. I want to bring those that are in the shadow mm. out into the light because mm. our everyday people with so many gifts, talents, um, 
and so many skills. I want them to be heard. I want to give them a voice. I want to give them the opportunity to play and express themselves um, in that sacred environment. That's very beautiful, Kisha. I apologize. I had to. Mm-mm, you um, could. <laughs> you know, a, yes. a mother of five, you can only imagine. Okay? I, I already know. So this is real and raw right now. <laughs> okay. Um, so I did want to uh, kind of um, say something in regards to, you know, your, your podcast and just how I know that we are um sisters you know we're in sync because when you and Akiva and her friend you know y'all came over early in the weekend um we were having a conversation normally how we how we do you know mm-hmm. and not knowing that you were you know brewing um this beautiful podcast the sacred tree house and um I've never even mentioned to you about the podcast that I had in 2018 um, and since I've been on maternity leave, I have been working towards this podcast, which, you know, it's the God in like the tied outfit. And I, I and, and like you said, you wanted to tell me what you were working on, but you did tell me because you was like, I want you to be a part of something that I'm working on. But you never just told me. But the fact that I was able to communicate to you what was going what, what I was, you know, planning, what I've been doing, what I've been working on. And then it was just all in sync. It was in sync. It has just been um, a moment of clarity, just the harvest for me, for sure. Um, and knowing that we are are each other, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm, I'm just like I said before. I'm just super grateful, grateful for your presence, grateful for. Uh, I'm one of her students, guys, uh, <laughs> because. You know, we talk about me being raw. I'm so used to just speaking, you know, and, and, and my speaking is clarity. However, I need to learn the plan. I need to know, you know, uh, um, doing things on the on the schedule or, you know, like you really motivated me um, to do things in the more, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not plan, but more structured uh, way yes and about a more structured way that's it <laughs> okay and and you know what that's kind of uh, um uh i'm saying not even like a stereotype but i guess it is because you're a gemini you know gem they be like gemini's are crazy they are free they are you know all these other things in my heart my venus is in gemini mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and so i am the more free let's just go with the flow and this plan this structure helps me improvise and so thank you for that thank you for being a part of of this journey and we're doing it together you know what I'm saying yes of course that's everything to me so um not sure if you had a chance to listen to Monday's uh episode which is called we are meant to be whole um can you please enlighten us on your experience while while tuning in? Yes, I did listen to it. Um, and it was a great episode. Um, so one of the takeaways that I, I got from it when you were discussing uh, pretty much the light and the dark and within yoga, 
Tantra basically means merging the masculine and the feminine. We think of it as a, a sexual thing when we hear of tantric, right? But Tantra is that, that merging of that, that light and dark and going back to what you just said, I have practiced and, and learned how to balance my masculine and my feminine, feminine, which is masculine is structure and feminine is flow. And so I've just learned how to balance that. And you were, you were spot on when you discussed how we need to embrace it. And I thoroughly enjoyed that because we don't talk about that enough. We always, we, we don't look at um, how fragmented we are. We really are. We're really fragmented. We put things in boxes and in categories. We put people in boxes and in categories. And we do not realize to love the whole person, the whole being. Mm. Yes. Because we, we, so the whole point of the episode was just not accepting that you are whole and accepting that we are meant to be whole despite of the challenges, despite of the great times, despite of, you know, anything. We're taught to, to we're, we're, we're taught division, we're taught separation and to question why 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 do why do we have to why do we have to choose <laughs> you know what i'm saying include all be all and so um i know it was a little heavy um and a little intense in regards to uh i don't know what kind of listeners i'm having i don't know if i have like my age listeners or elders or a lot of men and not a lot a lot of people um struggle with um accepting that divine feminine divine masculine and so the and we think because we come here as a gender you know we we lose sight of the wholeness you mm-hmm. know we're, we're not able to we, we can't appreciate both sides but I feel like we're a spirit having a human experience and we all all of existence is for us and that was pretty much what I was saying and in a whole you know mm-hmm. so um, is there anything else that you would like to to share with us today? Um, as I was preparing for um, the interview, you know, being a guest on on your show, I was just thinking about how we are in such a good time right now. Um, just as human beings and all we have to do is tap into this beautiful energy that is permeating throughout this world and resounding in the universe I just truly know that when we tap into that energy everything just flows and just like you and I with these synchronicities getting into these creative spots and creative modes yes because we're tapping into tapping into that that energy that is really changing our world and shifting us in every moment is shifting us and so to just be in that flow you know that is my my constant practice I want to stay in the the flow of that energy of the mother earth energy of the sun energy of the moon energy of this universe yes energy 
Um, because when you stay in that flow, oh God, life is good. Yes. You don't have to wait till tomorrow. Mm-hmm. It's if that's how you know you're operating in your truest essence and your in your truest nature. You know, everything that your heart desires, you're gonna receive that in the now. You're gonna receive it in that moment. Exactly. You know? And so yes, that flow is everything. I love the flow. Yes. Okay? Flow is where we all should want to to be. Exactly. Whatever, whatever comes about, there's a solution in everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Kisha, how can they contact you? How can they find you? Because we're about to get ready to end the show. Um, how can they? How how can they find you? How can they contact you? So, if you want to listen to my podcast, of course, I'm on Anchor's platform that releases uh, my pack podcast on other platforms. So you can search um, the Sacred Tree House. So you can listen um, to my pa- my podcast. Uh, I would have ep- episodes every Wednesday, and then also every other Friday we'll have uh, Free Spirit Fridays. Okay, where, I where, just knew. I- yes, where it's not not structured like I typically do. It won't be structured. Um, and I'll have a co-host, and we just just talk. You know, just have a conversation so um if you want to reach me through my business uh my tutoring services you can email me at whywright18 at gmail.com and if you would like to purchase my textbook you can um search it for on google and it's uh why write by kisha thomas or you can go to www cognella.com and search why right by kisha thomas okay well thank you for that um again thank you for being the first co-host you know um here at the guiding light by todd alifek i am truly grateful for your presence and i am looking forward to to everything that's here now that's on the way you know, and um, I, I just want to say thank you. Thank you, Kisha. Ty, I think it cut out. Did it? It's still recording. Thank you for listening to the God and Light podcast, The Ty Dial Effect. Until next time, peace. Peace.